Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Next Gen Leadership Podcast with your host, Chase Merrill and Wes Wimberly. Bam, bam, bam. Wow, this is, uh, this is brand new for us. Uh, we're doing this thing via Zoom. Zoom. And uh, yeah. this is also our first video podcast. We're going to throw this up on YouTube as well um, somewhere. I don't know where yet. It'll be there. But if you're listening to this, uh, we're, we're, we're looking at each other. Uh, virtually through our screens and uh, in different rooms. I'm in my closet. Uh, behind me, I have a uh, Collide West conference uh, sweater. What do you call that? Actually, it's not a sweater. What is it? Crew neck. Crew neck. I was going to say hoodless, hoodless it's hoodie. Like, it's like what I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Uh, back there, just in, in, you know, in, in memorable and in, in its, you know, RIP Collide West conference 2020 that we, uh, before this, you know, before our, our we haven't had a podcast in a few weeks and up to uh, nah. last time we were recording, we were gearing up and ready for gearing up and getting ready for our, our annual youth conference. And, yeah. uh, and now <laughs> everything has changed. Everything. So this Ev- is the lit- first, literally everything, literally everything. This is our first podcast post coronavirus. Uh, well, so like aren't mid Right. Well, right. I mean, I mean, as in we haven't had a podcast since this whole thing started, you know, three or four weeks ago. Like pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib. Yeah. Right. We're mid. We're mid-trib here. This is uh, (laughs) this is this is pretty nuts, man. It's gnarly. It's gnarly, and it is honestly more surreal. Like when you really think about it for like longer than like thirty seconds. You know what I mean? Totally. Like you give it more than that 10, 15 second. You, you know, give it more than like, oh yeah, like like the, some flu hit the world, you know? Like you give right. it more than that. Like any more than that. And you're like, what the heck is happening with our world? No, that's so true. I, that's so funny. I've had that moment a couple of times where I'm like, I, I, I stop doing, I stop doing something. And I like actually like sit and I think about what in the world is actually happening. Yeah. And it, it, does, it does kind of bend the mind a little bit. Yeah. And right, like, it's about and, 30 seconds. Yeah, and like, what in the world is going to happen? Even right. that, I mean, that's even further. Right. So uh, we're sitting here, and we're in the middle middle of the day, trying to get some uh, some things done to continue to reach people with the gospel. I mean, you're 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 currently live time uploading an Instagram video to our social media accounts for <laughs> our youth youth social media for. <laughs> Sir, a sermon, a Wednesday <laughs> challenge. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's going on right now. Um, yeah, Instagram like is said, not being super friendly, so it's yeah, my, love, my issue. We love, we love Instagram. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm here in my uh, walk-in closet in my room and have converted it into a little... Uh, it's a, that's just like a tiny flex, like a walk-in closet. Well, I'm in my walk-in it, closet. You know, it wasn't, that wasn't at all my intention. I wanted more so to paint. Yet, that, like, <laughs> yet, yet, that's where we are. Listen, the reason why I clarified it, uh, the specificity of walking was because I wanted the people to know. Even you weren't like in scrunched the, up in a little. Right, right. I'm in a closet, but like I have, I can move, my, I can, you know, flap my arms around and I'm not smacking yeah. walls here, right? I can yeah, at, do, least this, yeah. at least this way. If I go this way. My closet not, is big enough for activities is really what you're saying. <laughs> Bro, listen. My closet's about two inches deep, and it's got those doors that like z- like kind of fold, you know. Yeah, yeah, I feel so, you. Uh, I'm in you my know, I'm in my guest room. Right. I was gonna say so for everybody that's not not watching this and they're just listening. Yeah, I might be in a walk-in closet, but you've got a dope 
hype hey. poster behind you and <laughs> basketball hoop. Yeah. So just so we're on the same page with you know, who's got a cooler to, setup. Just had to spruce it up. Now, if you were to look on the other side of the camera, you would not be as pumped as what you're seeing right now. <laughs> oh, It doesn't man. look great over there. I'll be honest Bro, with you. We, you know what? This is kind of a – but this is a perfect picture of – we're trying to do with what we have what what we can with what we have you know yeah and uh and that's i mean that's where so many people are at in so many different places of life right now but the whole point of this conversation today is to check in a little bit check check in on people who are in the the leadership space of trying to more effectively reach the next generation with the gospel uh and you know that's part of the our whole heart with the next gen leadership podcast but we're in the middle, like you said, we're in the middle of coronavirus and I just wanted yeah. to check in, you know, for you and I just to take a couple minutes and just give a little bit of an update about how this thing's affecting, affecting our world. And, and then to take some time towards the end of this thing and encourage people, next gen leaders, uh, how, how some things to just help them with where they are and continuing to, to effectively reach the next generation with the gospel. So with that, my guy, Wes, dude, just give me a little check-in, give, give the people a little check-in. How is this whole thing? like impacting you and your bride and just the West yeah. world. Yeah. West world, well, West world, just to be clear. Cause that's a, yeah. It's a show going on right now. Anyway. Wait, really? Yeah. West world. I never, never heard of it. Oh, it's like it, Marshawn Lynch is in it this season. It's like a, it's like a, big what? Deal. yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've just seen it in a bunch on Twitter uh-huh. and stuff. I'm still on Twitter. Cool. So are you, by the way, you're on Twitter. I am too, but not as much as you are. You're, you're a little higher on my, higher on the Twitter scale. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it's, um, it's been a disruption to say the least. I mean, right. Uh, I mean, we, uh, fortunately my wife and I both work at the church that we staff at. And so we're both at home. Uh, a lot, I've spent a lot more time with my wife in the last <laughs> couple weeks. Probably, probably gotten to know each other on a new level. Yeah, and it's actually been really—it's actually been really good. Um, I, you know, unfortunate cause to the change of pace, but uh, it has been a change of pace that, uh, amidst the amidst the chaos and the um, not great circumstance, has been actually a nice change of pace for um, for me. I think. I, I mean, I think it's been a nice change of pace. But yet, in the same, I mean, it's a hard thing to say because, you know, like in the same breath, it's like, I mean, our whole, our whole world is being disrupted and I'm in a more fortunate place uh, than a lot of people who are in a lot of distress right now. Um, but yeah, it's been a huge change of pace. Um, it's uh, given me more time with my wife, more time at home, gone a little stir crazy, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and um and then, I mean, if you want to talk ministry, I mean, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother metamorphosis that has taken place. Oh, big I think man. I, I think I got a new job, so I'm not yeah. sure though. I, I can't really tell. I'm all, I think I'm upside down a little bit. Bro. Uh, yeah. New job for sure. Anybody, anybody that's in the, the ministry space that's listening or watching, I mean, for, for a lot of us, it's been a literal upside down job change in the last three weeks. Yeah. For, for a lot of us. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about, well, let me, let me, let me, let me, uh, yeah, give me, give me, me yours. Let me give you yeah, a quick, quick, quick life family update for us. Uh, yeah, we all are 
currently quarantined in, in Washington. We're in the state of Washington, the Pacific Northwest. So our, our governor, it's called a stay home, stay healthy. A lot of other places, it's shelter yeah. in place. Or a lockdown. Right, or a lockdown. But, but bottom our, line, uh, we're, we're quarantined. Yeah. You what? What are you saying? I was going to say our governor's a little light on the... Light on the words. A little more, maybe a little more lenient with his uh, way out with the language there. But uh, stay home, stay healthy, shelter in place, quarantine. Uh, so we're all staying at our our homes, working from home. Um, and uh, you know, from from me, it's uh, it's been definitely an adjustment. And like I said, we're we're trying to do do what we can with what we have. And yeah. uh, you know, I've been I've been enjoying the time with my family. Um, it's also I have so much more appreciation for a few different groups of people. One, um, moms that <laughs> stay home yeah. with their kids and just try to navigate life and do work and do things with kids going I bet. around all day because we got we got two two little ones and then a, an infant. You know, our two boys, four and two, and then Delaney's just like three or four months. So she's uh she's not a super. Uh, just in fact, I just heard just now behind me, my door just rattled. That's got to be Bo, our two-year-old. Um, <laughs> that's a perfect example of some of the things I've been appreciating more than ever for people, moms that are trying to do life for people that do work from home for yeah. single moms. I mean, I've been gaining so much more appreciation for people that this is their daily normal. Um, and at the same time, like I love the little moments I'm getting, you know, throughout the day, even though I'm, I really am working, you know, and, and spending a lot of time on the stuff that we're trying to do to continue to effectively reach people. Uh, there's these little moments I get where even with those little interruptions with the door, you know, busting open behind me, uh, or the opportunity just to come downstairs and grab a snack and see my boys and give them hugs and wrestle with them for a couple seconds. I've been cherishing that time. So, um, amidst the disruption, there's been some beautiful little glimpses of of extra family time. I feel like I'm getting to know my boys, um, and my bride and, um, and you know, Delaney as she's getting older getting to know them a little bit more. So I've been loving that. Uh, and yet it's also been really draining and exhausting. Yeah. I mean, physically and emotionally and mentally, I feel like I've lived six months in the last three weeks. Um, yeah. Whoa. You know what I mean? Where's my sense of time gone? Yeah. Yeah. It's been, like I, three, it's yeah. been three weeks. Well, I have like, I had like an in-person service, like not like probably less than a month ago. Yeah, right. It was in March. I mean, was it in March? We're we're tech today. We are recording. It's April first, and no way. We had services in March. (laughs) That's nuts. Straight up, we were in March. We were still going on two different mission trips. We were going. We were you know preparing for our conference. That was March. Mission trips, conference, yeah, all of it. But uh, yeah, so definitely exhausted. I'm sure a lot of people can can resonate with that feeling. Yeah. Um, but but there's some there's some light in it as well some great great moments with family and people just getting closer to people so yeah the ministry side okay so for your people that are in the ministry space they're they're youth pastors they're they're kids pastors they're next generation leaders and pastors are some degree of leadership uh lots of shifted we kind of kind of alluded to it earlier new job kind of yeah. has happened for us as we begin to go whoa everything is changing on how we have to reach yeah how we how we have to figure out how to reach the next generation in a different kind of way in space so what's, what's that looking like for you? Yeah. How's that, how has it impacted you? Uh, man, I mean, I, I think, I think the big, I think the biggest thing is it's, it's a total shift in like, um, it's a total shift in like how you think. I mean, really, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of like practical changes and we will probably get into that in a couple minutes, but, but I think even more than anything, I just like, I feel like, I feel like my, my 
cycles of thought now in how I reach people, how, you know, what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, you know, what my plan is, right. Uh, my cycles of thought now compared to like a month ago are completely different. Right. Like, I mean, night and day, yep. you know, but I, um, and so, the, I mean, that, that's crazy, but, but I think, I think what it showed me is like, I, cause like what the, what the reality is I can't rely, I can't rely on the two, the two time, you know, the two times a week that I would see my students. You know what I mean? Right. I think the biggest thing is like, it's, it's so much less like, okay, how do I get, how do I get my students to want to come to me or come to the things that I'm putting on? Right. And more so like, how the heck do I get to them? Like, how do I get to them? I mean, literally in everything. So, I mean, it's right. this, this huge upside down flip of like, how do I, how do I, everything that I'm doing, how, how can it be on their turf and their, right. in their room, in their house? How can I get to them? So I, I think that, I mean, there's a lot of practical changes that we can talk about, but that, I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just a different way of thinking, different way of doing things. Yeah. And I just tagged to that. Like it's the, the biggest, the biggest whole, like kind of, uh, ministry philosophy that's shifted method with the philosophy is like the they come to us like you just said it's it is now yeah. we could we go to them and that goes across yep. the board for all the ministry world that you know the adult ministry and, and children's family ministry etc it's it's a there's no opportunity right now at least for the they yeah. come to us um option so it's now we go to them and that has shifted everything because we banked a lot of money on our service we put together our messages we put together yeah, our, you know flow to coming to this moment for an hour and 15 minutes together on a weekly basis and that now is gone so yeah yeah to your point yeah, it's gone. let's let's talk about just we'll take the last 10 10 15 minutes here and just talk about some of the things that we've um, we've seen and we've adjusted and just to you know along yeah. those lines encourage other pastors and leaders that are in this space just that are struggling or going like what 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 do I do? How do I do this? Um, you know, just and some yeah. of the things that we we've, we've learned even in the last three weeks as we've been in in the middle of all this stuff. Uh, just start kind of sharing some of those things there. So, um, yeah. anything stand out? Yeah, I think uh, um, I think I think something that we've realized is the the need for connection uh, is much greater now. You know what I mean? Yep. And I think I think something I, I thought about was like I think we I think we underestimated the power of seeing one another. Yeah, totally, totally. Like what that well, we, did. We just, we just kind of got we got um, spoiled and assume, assumed it was always just going to be there, and we didn't yeah. really take it, take advantage of. We took it. We we took it. We did. We took it for granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I think I think there's there was so much power and connectivity of like, okay, like I'm gonna I'm going to my youth service or I'm going to right. this thing, and I and we get to see each other, uh, and 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 what what I think is so so unique about that is like there may have not been these great conversations that we had, you know, maybe it was just casual talking or just, you know, just being in the same room. Right. But that, that was a, a form of connection that is no longer. Right. And so I think what we're having, I think what we're seeing is we have to make up for that lack of face to face, that lack of being in the same room with like the other side, which I honestly think is really beneficial. Like, because it's, I think it's caused us to up our like actual, like, like conversational connection and, totally. And, and like, like actual, like, like, let's have a conversation. Let's talk. Right. Let's, I mean, right. cause you know, that has to go up because you don't right. get to see each other. I mean, it's just like right. when you have a relative that's like out of state, out of town, I mean, you got to talk to them more right? because you don't see them as much. Right. Right. I, I, I have you have a, to be more, you have to be more intentional. Yeah. I, I have a, I have siblings that live in the state, live in my same city and I have siblings that live states away. Right. And so 
I, I feel closer to the ones that are in state because I see them. I, I have a face-to-face interaction, but my siblings out of state, I, I don't see them on a regular basis. So when we talk, it's this like, oh, let's like, let's catch up on all the things. And so I think, I think we're seeing like a, like a mini version of that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And to, on that world of connection, I mean, like part of the conversations we've been having is this, we, well, I think what we're seeing, we're seeing a, an excessive, that's the word I'm going to choose to use. And we've been a part of it to some degree, uh, an excessive amount of content that has yeah. been right. So like part of, I think some of what we've been trying to do to, to, to solve the problem of the disconnect of not being able to gather is like, let's produce more content to yeah. reach our students. Well, I, I could see this thing, the trajectory of this thing, it's already happening where I like scroll through for four seconds on any social media platform. And I'm, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of content from every, yeah. everybody and their mom, you know, and it's not just pastors and leaders. It's literally like, you know, your aunt Ruth who is posting, you know, her devotional for the day, which is awesome. Praise God. People are yeah. using their platforms to, to point yeah, people that's to so Jesus true. and encourage. And I love that. Everyone's, but, everyone's pushing stuff out. Right. And, and so I think where I could see something, a trajectory of this going in the next several weeks and probably not even that much longer, honestly, I think it's probably already happening now is there's, there's a content overload. There's a, there's going to become a content exhaustion. And I think, I think students are going to start feeling that more than ever. And they're going to start checking out a little bit. The content is probably going to become a little bit diluted to them even though what is actually being said in the content is not diluted but i think there's going to be so much content that if we're not careful to be strategically yeah. creating connection points then the, yep. then the content will be pretty irrelevant so i think part yeah. of that we've been we've been having this conversation is like they don't they don't necessarily need more content they need more opportunities for connection because yep. that's what's missing and lacking right now more than yep. ever that they had that when they got to come and come to a youth service or a life group or whatever. And, yeah. uh, and so just to encourage people that are in this space, like fight for those ways to connect with the, with your students, with your leaders, with yeah. the people that you're leading um, yep. as much as you can virtually. And, you know, we're doing that through zoom and lots of people are, are finding those options through zoom or Google hangouts yep. or yep. different mediums like that. Um, I know one of the things we've been doing is that is a, we call it Sunday night live, but we get together Sunday nights with our two youth group account accounts on Instagram, middle school and high school accounts. And then we also stream on YouTube as we zoom, like we're doing right now for the video yep. of this, if you're just listening, but, um, and it gives students an opportunity to jump on watch and not just get more content, but really engage with, yeah. with us and with yeah. our leaders. Uh, and I think that piece of connection is, is huge for right now. Uh, because that's the thing that they're like you kind of mentioned that they're missing and longing for more than anything else. Yeah. So yeah, we gotta, we gotta get, I, get good at, we gotta get good at virtual connection. Yeah. And I think something I noticed that, that when you're talking is I think what we get, what we, what back when we were together, right. I think what was an afterthought then is becoming the main priority now. Yeah. That's good. So, so, so catch. So like, so like for, for me, I think like a lot of times, like, like, like for our service, like, and I'm, I'm speaking more of like in our service, like right. our service is filled with, you know, 20 to 25 minutes of worship, you know, like worship and a message are the, the biggest priorities. Right. Let's fill a lot of our time with that. And then like, you know, let's gather up and, and pray for each other for five minutes at the end. 
right. you know, that, I mean, that, that's how a lot of, that's how a lot of groups are looking right now. Sure. Like, let, you know, let's, let's get all this content, all this content, all this content, and let's talk about it for 10 minutes. Let's talk about it for 15 minutes. And I think, I think what's switching is like, now it's like, let's less like, like we don't, you know, you don't need, I think what we need to get outside of the box is like, stop trying to like transport your service into a, totally a virtual totally. thing of like, let's fill it with announcements and worship and, you know, a full preaching message. And, you know, you know, I think, I think it's, it's got to switch to like, give them a, give them a thought to think right. about, give them an, a, give them a challenge to be encouraged. I mean, give them an encouragement, equip them in some way, right. but then connect the, I mean, connect the crap out of them. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, you, I no, mean, you just got to right. connect with it. You got to connect with them. So I think, I think it's, I think it's totally, I mean, I think it's flipping everything on its head, which I think is a good thing. I agree. Well, and I think honestly, like if, if, if anybody's paying attention to any of their analytics and I speak to like YouTube analytics, Instagram, any of that stuff where you look at the actual specific uh, watch time retention rate of any content yeah. <laughs> that you're sending. Like, I mean, our YouTube channel for our youth page, you know, living water youth on YouTube, we've got, you know, uh, a few different videos we put up there. And I, if you, it's pretty telling to see that, you know, we put up a 20 minute message, which is already 10 to 15 minutes maybe even 20 minutes shorter than some of our normal, you know, messages. I can only speak for me. I don't, I can't necessarily speak for you, but I'm, uh, I've, I've been, I'm, judged, I'm just as bad as you. If you, if you go to our, our podcast from our sermons, you know, we recorded, recorded our youth service from, I mean, before all this stuff happened, there's some yeah. messages on there where I'm up, I'm up to 40 minutes. Right. So all that, to, all that to say, you go to our page. Now we do little 20, 15 minute, 20 minute videos. And some of that watch time is like three and a half minutes. And that's like average yeah. retention. So, now, yep. not all of that. There are some students that are watching the whole thing. And I think that that's valuable. Yeah. But that should be telling us something about, to yeah. your point, that like right now, that's, that's, that's not connecting to them and reaching them in the way that we might think that it is. So maybe yeah. more attention and time can be focused towards creating less, lesser length of content and yeah. the greater length of connection moments that happen yep. following up the content or, yeah. you know, in different, in different mediums. And so that's something that, I mean, this is all mid processing for me and you, right. We're not, yeah. we're not sitting on the other side of this thing to have it figured out. I mean, no, you, no, said no. It, you said it a little bit as we got in this conversation, like, you know, I'm, I'm not, we're not going to really necessarily offer anybody anything. We're in the middle of like kind of in the yeah. weeds of drowning a little bit through this, but yeah. I mean, we're, but we're learning. And so I think part yeah. of why, we're having this conversation today is because there are things we're learning right now that I think can be helpful for people that they listen to it to, to wrestle with for, for their own context and their own, their own situation. And so connection, I think over content right now, I don't think it means eliminating content. I don't think it means a le- you know, not having yeah. a high degree of excellence yeah. or standard because, for your content. Yeah. Because even, the, even though there's a ton of content, a, a small amount of content from you, who right. has personalized somewhat of relational equity with the, the people that you are ministering to is, is that that's the content they need. Cause they, I mean, they're going to get content everywhere, but that, that little chunk, even if it's small with right. someone that they recognize a face that they are familiar at, you know what I mean? I think that's, right. I think that's important. Right. And so, I mean, to that point about the personal side of the Instagram live and YouTube live thing we're doing together on Sunday nights for our groups. Uh, I think there's probably kids that feel like they've got more opportunity and insight and access to us via yeah. being able to, to engage on Instagram live and ask yeah. questions and get prayer requests than maybe they even got before this all happened. You know, yeah. I know that there's, there's, there's some different, you know, some, some caveats to all that, but, but yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm loving that opportunity that we have right now in this moment 
to yeah kind of shift some of these things that maybe if we really were looking at it like weren't even as effective as we thought they were before yeah. coronavirus anyway yeah yeah what I, would be I, I, uh, go ahead. no go you go Oh, I know. I was about to. I was about to kind of go towards the end of wrapping this thing up with an encouragement. Well, I, I mean, I think. I think that. I mean, I think this is kind of my my biggest thought, though. My last thought is that, like, I think it. I, I don't want to say unfortunate, but it, I feel that at first, like it's almost unfortunate that connection and engagement has only become this high of a priority sure. through a pandemic, right? And I think like if we lose this high priority of like how, cause I mean, that's the question everybody's asking. How do I engage my students? How do I connect with my students in a time where I, I don't, I don't see them face to face. And so I think, I think that that priority, that high priority of connection engagement has to come out on the other side when we have face to face connections to rely on. Yeah, I think it's I still, I, I, cause I think, I mean, man, we just like think about, think about a month ago or wherever you're at, you know, maybe you're a little, we're in, you know, one of the bigger spots of, of the pandemic, but wherever you're at, whether it was three weeks ago or two weeks ago that you were having services, like think about how you viewed connection and engagement. I mean, it was right. just, you were thinking about, and I'm, I'm talking to me too, but like, like you were thinking about how, like, like what, what's your third point on your message? You know what I mean? Like that was, that was the biggest thing on your mind during the, I don't know. I, I, so I think, I think it's, I think we got, we, we have to, we have to recognize the priority shift that I think is, is healthy. And I think is yep. God ordained amidst. Yeah. amidst it's got to, it's got to stick with us once this thing kind of passes. Yeah. 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 I agree. Uh, I think my, my, my closing piece of encouragement challenge for leaders is uh, especially those that are helping produce and, and put out content. Um, I, I said that I challenged our, I challenged our youth students on, I think this last Sunday night when we did our, our Sunday night live on Instagram and YouTube, just with this thought closing things up I, to the same way I want to challenge leaders with it, but be careful slash be intentional about, about encouraging and challenging your students with your content to, to find moments in this season away from your content with the yeah. Lord by themselves. Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't want to, to create a dependency right now because that very easily, if I'm not careful, if we're not careful as leaders, as pastors, as, you know, people, next gen, next gen leaders trying to reach our students very, you know, unintentionally, we accidentally almost, we can create a, a dependency, you know, as a byproduct of producing so much daily, weekly, monthly content to reach our students, a dependency that they have now on us to be fed in a different yep. kind of way. Because yeah. there's so much happening. And what I don't want to do is create this dependency where they, they have to have a devotional video for me to feel like they can go get in God's word and hear something yeah. from the Lord. I want my content to really begin to push and challenge our students and our leaders into their own time with the yep. Lord, where they are so disconnecting from the videos and all of the screens so and they're hearing from the spirit of God and they're opening up the scriptures and they're spending time in God's presence. And if, if my content is not helping push that more and more and more i think i'm doing something wrong and i don't want to create this world yep. where like they feel like they have to have a message from me or an encouragement from me in order to go hear from god because that that's yep. that will produce something that'll produce a a, a malnutritious a yeah, immature disciple of jesus and our mission is to make disciples who make disciples bringing the whole gospel to the whole person and and i think that leaders need to be intentional with their content about getting their students and, and leaders 
into those spaces where they're really learning how to go hear from God for themselves without the, the connection to the, to the digital device and the yep. technology that we are using yep. to connect right now. Yep. Yeah. That's really good. But man, uh, I love that. I, I think about the reality that like we are and and leaders listening to this for such a time as this, like right. you are alive in this generation for yeah. this moment to yeah. step in and lead. God did not, this is not throwing God for the, for the loop of like, Oh, I wish I would have had a bunch of Billy Graham and his people ready for this thing. If I would have known, yeah. I would have like made sure this, this pandemic happened in, you know, 1950, 60, whatever, 70, because yeah. there would have been some stronger Christians there to help. No, like God, God, God knew he's sovereign. You are where you are for a reason. You right. are, your calling does not shift because the pandemic is changing everything upside down. It's not like all of a sudden, am I even called to be a ministry anymore? Like, no, you are called for yeah. such a time as this to step right. into the, to the crisis and the fray and be a representative of Christ and, uh, and bring light into the darkness. And so, you know, yeah. I just love for you specifically, dude, I just love, I get to do this with you right now, leading yeah. in, you know, the space that we get to, to reach our, our students and, and beyond. Um, and man, if, if you're a next gen leader, be encouraged, like you're, you have more than you need with the Lord. He's, he's got you do what yep. you can with what you have. Don't try yep. to you know, replicate the, the excellence or perfection of everything you're seeing around you. Be faithful to what God's called you yep. to, to, to do and to be reach your students the best you possibly can love them, yep. connect with yep. them, depend on the Lord for your guidance and your direction. And he yep. will guide and direct you. Yeah. And just that, just on that, because for such a time as this, you know, it comes from Esther and, and Esther's told like, if, if you don't do this, deliverance is going to come from somebody somewhere else. Right. And I think that, I think that, I think that so applies to if, whether you're a youth pastor, a kids pastor, any kind of leader, which if you're got breath in your lungs, you're a leader. I think, man, God's going to use, God, God's going to use something and someone in the season. Right. So why, why not you? Why not you? Right. Why not you? So. Yeah. Being curious. Why not you? Amen. Well, we're praying for you as uh, next gen leaders ourselves. We're in this with yeah. you. And if you're listening and watching, just, just know like you're going to see something on the other side of this thing that you would have never seen in your own life and in the lives that you're impacting had it not That's been right. for what we get to walk through together with the Lord. He is with you. He is with you. He is with you. Until yeah. next time, we love you. We'll see you soon. Peace.